Does your heart burn at the sound of his name? Does your heart quicken or calm knowing he's present? Where's your fire? Chapter four. Don't live in the past. So March of 2020, I've shared on this on previous episodes that I was apathetic to say the least. I was serving and I just got, had gotten used to it. I allowed sin into my life in some ways and um, I was compromising. It's not like I was like actively sinning, but I was compromising at times and not living in obedience, but more so compromising. And um, my prayers were microwave prayers, but seeking pot roast results. There's just no other way of saying that. And so God came and um, I definitely was convicted out of service and I'm not the same since. And that's God's glory. And um, yeah, there's that moment where you have to realize that and repent, but it's not who I am today. And I'm not sharing that to highlight me. What I'm saying is March 2020 is not me in what defines me. Because, you know, sometimes I would struggle. I would hold back at times. Like, you know, in ministry, I would have sometimes people encourage and I would, I honestly was like, I, you know, I, I'm not qualified. I can't. I would feel guilty. Um, I would hold myself back like I couldn't. And, you know, I just want to talk to the person that honestly, you've, you've repented, you've, you've moved on, you've, um, you've realized, you know, there's, there's been lost time, you feel like, and, you know, you've, you feel like you've made so many mistakes, and you've come to that moment where you're like, God, I, I'm sorry, I repent, I need your help. And you've, You've had that moment, but now today, you're like, I, I, I don't know. One thing that I, I just love God. Um, and a couple ch- chapters back in John, where he w- met the woman at the well. I think it's so interesting to, um, to just share. I just, I'm smiling right now because I'm like, Lord, I just, I love you. I, he's just, he's amazing. Um, and his spirit, but do do you know what happened to that woman who was at the well, the Samaritan woman who had the husbands and the one that she was living with was not her husband? She went out and Loki evangelized in a way because she went into the town and was like, he said it as it was and talked about Jesus. And it's not to say, you know, a person that is living in sin should live in sin and think that by doing that, they can still preach the gospel. But one thing that I have realized, the older that I have gotten, the more that I have been living, is 
God's word is the truth and it really is powerful. And what do I mean by that? 1 John 1, 9 says that if we confess our sins, he is good and faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I've shared this before, but it's a Bible verse that I have literally memorized and has been so beneficial because, well, side note really quick, um, We had our worship night recently here in um, the state that I live in. And one of the things that they were talking about was Jesus was crucified. Like our Savior was crucified, but he is alive. So if your old flesh has been crucified and you have been made alive in Christ, hear me on this. If your old flesh has been crucified, you know, buried with Christ, and you have been made alive in him, live. Okay? Live. If you've confessed your sins, walk in in the freedom of that forgiveness that you have received. There have been times where I've gone to altar calls. I have been at church. I've been somewhere and I have I have um I have felt the forgiveness. And it's like the it's more feeling, you know. I'll be honest with you. I went to church this um this past weekend and um I had some maybe unforgiveness, but something towards a person. And I remember going to church, like, if you have something against someone or you know someone has something against you, do not offer your sacrifice, you know, lay it down, go reconcile and then come back. And in short, I was with my sister and um, my sister Gabby. I was like, man, I just can't. I can't sing. Like, I just can't. And I'm like praying and I'm asking for Lord's forgiveness. And on the way to church, I I already knew, like I was like having a conversation, a very honest conversation with, with the Lord. And I was like, Lord, you know, this is, this is how I feel. This is it. This, and I love God because he says it for what it is. And there's no gray area. Okay. In short, I was like, yeah, like, yes, you are right. It's this, 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 and that. So long story short, I go to church and um, I'm praying during the, the worship time and I'm like asking for Lord's forgiveness and just being like, what am I supposed to do? Like, honestly, what am I supposed to do? And so I ended up realizing like I need to text this person and apologize. And after that, there wasn't like a feeling, you know, but there was a knowing Like, I have confessed my sins. I have said it to this person. Like, it's done. And, you know, I know there's some situations um, Holy Spirit knows. But in short, I knew, I knew, I knew it's done. Okay? It's done. Can you imagine if I just 
I knew it was done, but I lived, still lived in, you know, 20 seconds before. Sometimes we need truth. God's word and not a feeling. You know, conviction and condemnation are two different things. And the life group that I'm a part of is following um, Louis Giglio's um, ascetic guide on don't give the enemy a seat at your table. Honestly, we're going with the book also for those that want to, and I think it's good. I'd recommend in our life group, we're going through this and it said, condemnation leads us to a future decision that isn't going to get us where God wants us to be. But conviction is the doorway that leads us to real change in our lives. And so my encouragement to you is what are you hearing and what does scripture have to say about it? Because what God says, like what you are receiving and what his word is, that spoken word, right? The the Bible, those should never clash and they should never fight and they should never be um, not aligning. You know, like if you have a stencil and the drawn picture, when you put those two, it should be a match. There shouldn't be like, well... The stencil's a circle, but like the picture's a square. That that should not be it. Um, so what are you hearing and what does scripture have to say about it? You know, the devil is so quick. Mm, drives me crazy. To twist it. Like when he came into the garden with Jesus, he came with God's word, but he twisted it. He twisted it. So do not let the devil come to you and twist it. Okay, don't you have to like we really have to know God's word. Like, can you imagine a doctor that barely knew his study material? Like, how could he apply what he learned? How? You know, I know it just said James, I think it was 122, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. I really, really, really want to encourage that person. That may have had a past that may have had a moment where you you made a mistake, but you've repented. Don't live in the 20 seconds before. Please don't. There was something that they shared at Life Group that I wanted to um, share with you guys because I just think it's so good. Um, it was with our study material, but it was something to the effect of, Jesus did not die on the cross and raise from the dead for you to have to live in that. And again, walk in the freedom of Christ. 